Angels, I am Valeria Maritza at Healing Through You. I am an infinite being of light and so are you. Today, I want to talk to you about conflict. What is conflict and what does this have to do with healing? Well, it has everything to do with healing. When we speak our truth, whether it's right or wrong, in the eyes of anyone because there really isn't right any right or wrong it's just a point of view a different point of view when we speak something and we are encountered by conflict by people not believing us or completely saying that we're wrong or invalidating us or making us feel as if that was just like not the right um like it has no value what we're saying right when we are encountered with this type of um answers from whomever it is that we're giving our statements to, it's because deep inside we have a wound. And the wound can be two different things. Number one, it could be that we don't actually believe it 100% within our own bodies and souls that what we're saying is true. And number two, it can be that you had this as a wound, let's say as a child, and then you believed it to be true in terms of everything I say has no value or everything I say is not true or everything I say, um, I'm just saying it in a way to create conflict because this is what you learned as a child. And I'm gonna give you some examples to understand this a little bit better because I know it feels a little bit like, what are you talking about, right? Okay, so number one, let's say I, I say to someone, you can make money with ease and speed, and you don't really need to go the conventional way of having a degree or having a diploma or having some type of training. You can actually create this by following your heart and following your spirit and doing what you love to do. And many people will tell you that is wrong. Only a very, very, very few people can do that. Like the lucky ones or the selected ones or the ones that had an in somewhere, such as some type of musical genius who became famous overnight uh, because they were spotted or, or they, they were lucky, right? But for the rest of us, the conventional world no, we need to work hard in order to make money. So that's very controversial, right? So if I say that and I don't actually believe it deep inside of me, then I'm going to encounter a lot of people who, when they hear that statement, are going to lash out and give me all of the reasons that they know, which are true for them, um, of why I'm wrong, right? And why is that? It's because I deeply inside of me don't believe it. And perhaps it's, I don't believe it because I haven't walked that path, right? Maybe I have seen people do it and I believe it's for them, but I don't believe it's true for me. So for me to say that, yeah, you can do that, I'm actually holding myself back because I haven't done that, right? So deep inside me, I'm like, yeah, I believe this, I wanna believe this, but yeah, really, is it really true for everyone? Can everyone or anyone really make it without all of these things that I'm saying? So it's kind of like I'm in conflict myself. And if I'm in conflict myself, then I cannot speak the truth and come off as 
a leader or as knowledgeable in the subject that I'm speaking. I cannot convince anyone of anything if I don't believe it first, right? So that's number one, because you, you see samples, you see many samples of people who have made it, right? In any type of industry, especially like um, the social media industry where people just become, you know, start writing a blog and then they're like famous with, for it or, or they write one book and it becomes famous like Harry Potter, right? So anything you can see it and, and you know that it's true, right? Especially like for like musical geniuses or, or musical people who are like really leaning into their gifts and going all for it, right? You don't need a university degree to in music to write music and to sing, right? So you have to see it both ways. And if one person, if it's true for one person, then it's true for everyone. That's the law. And the reason that we tend to not believe that is because the ones who do follow their hearts and follow their leads and follow their intuitions and they just do things without following the norm, they're few um, that you know about. It doesn't mean that it's just like a few that you go, oh, I'm going to make a search on this. You know, anything you want to do, just make a search on Google and you will find the answers. Okay. So if you want to, let's say, um, write a book, begin to look on, online how to write a book and be successful quickly or whatever, right? If you want to be a dancer, um, how uh, people who made it in the dance business uh, without the conventional way, you know, just, I don't know, make, any type, any subject that you want, just do a Google search, searching for the gems, the people who made it. Make a search for the people who made it, the ones who did not follow the norm on whatever it is that you want to do. Because once you go looking for that evidence, you will find it. If you go looking for the opposite evidence, or if you just put it out there, um, blank without a specific part of it, you will find both ways. And because we are wired to look for the negative and to look for the worst, that's what our ego does um, to keep us safe, then you will find and begin to look into all of the parts that give you the fear of, yeah, you cannot really make it without the degree. Does that make sense? So if you go in online and say, um, how to write a book, or how to publish a book, let's say, how to publish a book, and that's it, then you're going to find all kinds of articles and different things that go both ways, and you will naturally gravitate to the parts and the articles that tell you how difficult it is, how many things you have to do, and how long it takes, and all of these things that will become uh, completely overwhelming for you to the point that a lot of us become immobile and frozen and do not take action just because of the fear of everything that you've read. On the opposite way, if you are intentionally looking for the success stories and you read those, what happens? You get inspired. You begin to see and dream. 
you begin to see yourself as the successful person. And the more you look into the successful stories, the more you believe it because you continue to find more and more evidence of that. You have to be intentional. And then that's when you get that feeling of, okay, maybe I can do it. And then what happens? You take action. You take action without the fear um, when you're following your dreams, following your gut feelings, and just doing the things, even though you may not have the paper on the wall, the years of study, or the years of uh, practice, right? And that's how people do it. So that's number one. That's the number one thing about the conflict, right? Is the conflict with, uh, within yourself. Do you really believe it or not? Now, once you believe it, once you really are integrated in your true belief of what it, whatever it is that you're going for or speaking about, then when you speak it, you will find that the people, the people who are listening to you or receiving whatever it is you're speaking about and saying will not meet you with resistance. They will be more open to it. Even the ones who like don't believe in whatever it is that you're thinking about will give you an answer that will be more malleable, more like, you know, that that might be possible. And they may move on and not want to talk anymore about it, but they're not going to give you like, no, that's impossible. And this is the only way. They're not going to give you the harsh answer. Why? Because you would have healed the wound within you, the part, the conflict within you that you didn't really truly believe in everything, but first you would have healed that part. And when you speak it out, everyone around you has no choice but to believe you. And do you know why that is? Because once you're integrated, your frequency, your energy frequency rises. You are vibrating at a higher vibration, a higher frequency. It's the frequency of love. I love myself. This is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. And this is the way I'm going to do it. Who's going to say no to that? It's really difficult to say no when, uh, to someone who is um, vibrating at this high frequency. And so this is why once you're there, once you're talking, once you're excited, when you're like completely integrated in what you're doing, then you don't see that conflict around you. Now, this also does not mean that those people disappeared or that um, people are now all thinking like you. It doesn't mean that. It just means that you are attracting like-minded people or people who are more open, people who are ready to hear more of what you have to say. And therefore, the conflict just dissolves, right? And how does that happen? It did not happen by you convincing the person um, that, you know, was in front of you before. It is by changing you the way that you show up. Does that make sense? Okay, so that was one way of healing. The second way of healing is the one about the childhood wound, right? And so hold on a second, guys. Uh, there are two beautiful little doves who are nesting just took a picture um right outside my window they just came as i started this podcast and they just sat uh just like we're standing on the roof right outside my window and it's the is the porch roof so it's a little bit lower and then they just sat down and they're just nestling and they're just looking at me so it's just incredible and i just had to take a picture all right sorry uh moving on um so the childhood wound, 
let's say you were a child and you did something wrong. For example, you wanted to help your parents or whomever was taking care of you and you cleaned the table from all the crumbs because you wanted to help and instead, or, or the way you did it, it was by putting all the crumbs on the ground, right? Or on and the chairs and just, you know, that's how you cleaned it. So you got reprimanded by it and you felt and believed at that moment that you didn't do anything. You didn't do, you didn't do it right, which you didn't, right? <laughs> but you were trying to help and you didn't know any better, but you got reprimanded for it. Maybe you even got yelled at it. Maybe it became a big thing. Who knows? And your childhood soul got hurt. And what you learned in that moment was you couldn't, you didn't do it right. When you try to help, you don't do it right. And so people get mad. When you try to help, people get mad. So you, you get this, right? And then the next time you try to help with something else, different thing, something else happens in the same way in which you're doing wrong and you are getting reprimanded by it or yelled at or screamed at. I'm not saying um, that this happens all the time with anyone. Um, I'm just giving an example, right? It could have, it could be, you know, with friends at school, right? It could be like you're a kindergartner and you're trying to make friends and you're just learning to interact with other kids and you're hitting them because you don't know the strength of your of your own body and and you're wanting to touch them but instead you end up pushing them and then the other kid gets hurt and then what do you learn i cannot get close to others because i hurt them and then i get yelled at or i get in trouble do you see that right so these are childhood wounds and sometimes well lots of times some of us go through something like this and then we repeat the pattern right it happens again and then it happens again and then we begin to make our own decisions about this and we begin to believe that there's something wrong with us like i can't get close to them because i hurt them and so if you believe that deep inside and you carry this um into adulthood then you may be in relationships when as soon as you get close to someone or as soon as someone gets close to you, you do something to hurt them, to push them away. Because deep inside, that is what you believe that you are. You believe that that's who you are. And so when people come close to you, they get hurt because you hurt them. And then that becomes a cycle. Oh my goodness. I am really feeling as if that last statement it's resonating with like a lot of people. So if this is true for you and you're feeling and you're, and you're um, connecting the dots and saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is me or something similar to it. Um, like my guys are saying right now that this is going to be something really, really important for a lot of you who listen. So if you're making the, the if you're connecting the dots and you're seeing how an oiled, childhood belief of something that you didn't understand because you were a child so you couldn't cope with things or you couldn't figure these things out as a child but you believe them as being true and then repeated them then you might be carrying that same pattern into your adult life into your relationships maybe into your businesses into your families 
this is how it works. And how do we heal that? Well, once you become aware of the pattern, of the point of interaction of when this first happened, when was that first time that this happened, right? You start going back. I do this in my, um, when I work with my clients one-on-one and we regress, right? We start going back. When did you feel this the first time? Let's say it's a relationship thing for you that you keep getting into relationships and then pushing them back, right? Let's say that's the thing. And okay, when did this, when did you feel this way? And you may go like, okay, maybe it was this, this person, this partner I had in college. And like, okay, great. How about before that? When did you feel this way before college? Ooh, you know what? It was somebody in high school. Okay, can you go back even before? Did you have this feeling, not not the fact that there's a relationship with a specific person, but like that feeling of I am not good to people when they're close to me, right? Is there somebody before that? Did you have that feeling before? Oh, you know what? That happened maybe in sixth grade. Okay, can you go back even further? So you keep going back further and further to see when you can pinpoint the first time that you had that feeling. And once you're able to pinpoint, oh my goodness, this happened when I was four years old and I pushed my little brother and they fell down the stairs and hurt and they had a bloody nose and they know they were okay. And and it was like a shocking thing for me. And now I remember, right? And then you have that like aha moment. Then what you can do is you lean into it. You bring all of those feelings back out. And then you forgive yourself. You give yourself forgiveness for having taken this event, this belief, and carrying it over all of your life until now. And this is how you release it. You forgive yourself for it. You forgive yourself for having done something or for having seen yourself that way when you really didn't know. And then you let it go. And that's how we heal. All right, guys, a lot of stuff. Let me just uh, uh, round up a little bit more about the frequency, right? Because we're talking about the frequency of what we attract. You attract people who are vibrating at the similar frequency as you. So if you're in an area where everybody's fighting, you're fighting, everybody around you is going to be fighting, or you're going to see things of people fighting. You're going to attract that of family members fighting. You're going to see it on the shows, on the TV shows. You're going to hear in the podcast, on the music that you listen to. You're going, it's going to be everywhere. If you are healing yourself and shedding these old beliefs that no longer serve you, and you begin to give yourself more love, you instantly raise your frequency. And what happens is that then you start to see, notice, attract, and interact with people who are at that higher frequency. And so your life instantly begins to run smoother and more lovely and with more joy and happiness. And the more that you do the work of healing these things, the more that you attract people who are at these higher frequencies. This is how we heal. And so if you have any type of conflict in your life, meditate, sit down, go within, be in a space where there's nothing that can bother you, just you in silence, 
and breathe. Focus on your breathing in and out so that you can be in the moment as you're breathing. And it is in that moment that the thoughts and memories will come to you and you will get clarity. And once you have that clarity, then you can release them. All right, guys, let me know if you have any questions. Let me know how this worked out for you. The two beautiful doves are still nested here. They are so cute. They're staring at me. I know they're my spiritual guides. Thank you so much for being here with me. I love you so much, and I will see you next time. Happy May! Woohoo!